Welcome to Binge or Purge Streaming Reviews. I am your host, Demo. My co-host is Joe Taylor. This is episode 26. That makes half a year by my calculation. That we've been doing this? Yeah, it's about six months. Yeah, around there. How about that? Yeah. Yay for us. Congratulations. As we as we uh, suffer through the fires. Yeah. Uh, for anyone outside of Los Angeles, it's fire season. And uh, that means one thing. Uh, hiatus is just around the corner, and then next thing you know, it'll be pilot season. So, we're, and uh, we're four miles from the fires. It's so yeah. uh, the air's a little thick right now. Yeah, it's smoky outside. Yeah, it's a little smoky in here. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Right. So, all seriousness, our uh, we our feelings and uh, and whatnot go out to people who are out of their homes. People I work with are out of their homes. Tonight, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of chaos going on in the city right now as we talk about television. Yeah. Right, so we know what we know what priorities are, and uh, we have none. Well, they can watch Netflix on their phones from the uh, shelter cots or whatever. True, so we're still exactly. doing a service. We here, are. People. It's like what, what what do you do when you have nothing? You stream shit, right? That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we're gonna do a couple reviews today, and then we're gonna do a little uh, shameless self promotion at the end for our uh, feature film that is now available on Amazon Prime called Eight One Eight. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that, and we yes. and we have a guest, so that will be fun. We're going to have a guest call in and uh, talk about our movie. All right, let's get into it. Our first review is El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. It is a Netflix original. I know you have never watched an episode of Breaking Bad. Not a full episode, no. So this is lost on you entirely. Sort of. I did watch about the first 15 minutes of this. Okay, yeah, it's lost on you. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. This movie is for Breaking Bad fans and only Breaking Bad fans. I don't think you would enjoy it not knowing what's going on because this movie picks up right where the series finale left off. It's like five minutes later. You really need to know, and there's an intro to it, but it doesn't matter. You either are into Breaking Bad or you're not. I'm not. You're not. I just want to say probably top five greatest TV shows of all time. That's what everyone says. And maybe it is. Do yourself a favor someday before, you know, you're on your deathbed or on your deathbed and you're like, what to stream, go back and watch Breaking Bad. Everyone loves it. Better than The Sopranos. For me it is, but that's because I didn't watch The Sopranos. See, I could say the same thing. Oh, Demo, you've never seen The Sopranos. Exactly. I get what your argument okay. is. You can't watch everything. You can't watch it. I didn't have we HBO. Tried, but... I didn't have HBO when The Sopranos was huge. Dude, I watched it on DVDs that I rented from Blockbuster in college. Okay, I got fine. into it late. Anyway, right. I'm sorry. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. It's all right. Back to El Camino. If you're a Breaking Bad fan, you're going to watch this regardless of what I have to say right now. This really doesn't matter. All I will say is... Temper your expectations. Don't expect to have your mind blown. Now, this came out exactly, what, 10 hours ago? 10 hours ago. And Netflix is promoting the crap out of it. There's billboards and and everything. Yeah. Five minutes before we started this podcast, I got the terrible news that Robert Forster passed away. 
and he is in this. Now, if I get emotional here, Robert Forster is from my hometown in Rochester, New York. And uh, my best friend was very close with him. So right now, I'm a little devastated. Bob Forster was a wonderful actor and an even better human being. You got to watch it just for that. And I know you're all going to watch it. But I'm just saying, I'm bummed out right now because Bob Forster died. I, I don't know what else to say about him except, you know, he's a hometown hero for so many of us from Rochester. Specifically, the suburb of Penfield. If you know him, he was in The Black Hole, Alligator, Jackie Brown. The man worked, had a really long career. He never was a superstar, but he was always just a consummate workhorse of an actor. So rest in peace, Robert Forster. You will definitely be missed. Now, you got that text eight minutes ago or something. So, and it just happens to be about someone in the movie that you're reviewing. That's a tough break. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out of nowhere. If I sound like I'm off, that's why. So I can't, I'm having trouble focusing on the review of the actual show. But bottom line, you're not going to love it. It's, I'm just, you're not, you're not. I, it's, I don't know if it was even necessary. It spends a lot of time filling in blanks that I don't know if we needed filled in. But Breaking Bad fans... Binge. You're going to, what, no matter what I say. And if you've never watched Breaking Bad, purge, because you will be clueless. This is only for people that are invested in the show. Yeah, I don't know. Even if you are invested in the show, this sounds more like an overall purge to me. Okay. And uh, sorry about your friend, and I'm sure he's good in it. Maybe I'll watch it just for that, just to make you happy. Or I'll say I watched it. Yeah, please lie to me right now when I'm hurting. What do you got, man? Okay, so I watched this uh, Netflix original docuseries called Inside Bill's Brain, Decoding Bill Gates. It's about his foundation, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation up in Seattle. Um, You know, I went to University of Washington in Seattle. A good friend of mine works for them and has worked for that foundation for a long time. By all accounts, nice people, I guess. The docuseries was interesting. It really wandered a lot. The entire first installment, it's a three-part, about a little over an hour each. The whole first episode is about septic systems, and one of the initiatives of his foundation is to install uh, toilets in third world countries, basically. So he has competitions where people from MIT and wherever try to develop like waterless septic systems and advanced technology to reduce human waste because people in uh, poor countries, a lot of times it feeds into their water supply and all that stuff. You're just staring at me right now. I'm waiting for this to get interesting. Well, you're going to have to wait uh, at least through the whole docuseries then. It, it's actually, it's it's a little hard to watch. There's a lot of detail about how septic systems work in the uh-huh. first episode. Then the second one was about something else, and the third one was about climate change. So it kind of wanders around. It's all these different initiatives that his foundation has. He produces these? No, or- he, no, it's just a series about him. It's about him. So it's not like like this documentary is like, you know, his initiatives... And he's this is his production. Someone's doing it about him and the initiatives. Yeah. Now I don't know if he paid for it or not, but it's it's not his company's thing or anything. Okay. It's interesting. There's a, a lot of history uh, in the second episode about kind of how he started Microsoft and his relationship with Paul Allen and all that stuff. There's a conversation with Warren Buffett. You know, it's interesting. It's not getting good reviews. It's got a 50% from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a 96 from the audience. 
Now, why do you think that would be? I don't know. Here's my theory, is that in 2019, rich guy equals bad guy. Okay. And the only purpose of this thing is, look at all these great things that I'm doing with my billions. Right. And, and no one cares because if you're a billionaire, you're already an asshole. Yeah. So right. I, th I think that uh, this is just him trying to save some credibility, which he deserves. I'm, you know, he's doing a lot of really good stuff. This affected me a little bit uh, negatively, though, because we live in Los Angeles. There's 60,000 people defecating in downtown on the sidewalk right now, literally. Yeah, and that's yeah. going straight into the beaches. And uh, they need those toilets, too. So why are we going to Nigeria? We're, we're stepping over our neighbors on the way to the airport. And I don't like that. And, and Seattle's not as bad as L.A., but the Seattle Space Needle surrounded by homeless encampments. So why are we flying all the way to the other side of the globe first? I hear you. Because we, it, we you know, need toilets everywhere. Yeah, we do. And I, I'll tell you why we're, that people do that. Because it's harder to have a gala for uh, the guy out in front of the 7-Eleven than it is for the uh, Nigerian children. No one wants to go to a, a Met gala to raise money for people on uh, San Pedro Street. You can fly in and out of... Uh, these third world countries, but you know, I, I doubt Bill Gates spends a lot of time in downtown Seattle. In fact, I, I know he doesn't, he has a huge compound in Bellevue. So it's great that he's doing all this good work. It rubs me the wrong way a little bit that it's such high profile third world type of stuff. I feel like you could do a lot more locally and more quietly and do more good or the same amount of good. So that bothered me a little bit, but it's, it's an interesting series. And you're saying it's three parts. Yeah, it's, it's about it's a little over three hours. All right. And what are we talking here? Are we going to binge or purge? Oh, purge. Purge. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because I'm out, man. I just, I'm like, I got so many other things I can waste my time watching. Yeah. And if like we're going to talk about septic tanks, I, I'm out. Well, it's, I mean, it's a good message. I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's important and everything, but I'm like, like yeah. right now, I'm like, uh-uh. I think... This exists so that you know that he's doing good things with his money. I don't really care what he does with his money. I'm glad he's doing good things. Good for him. All why, right. why don't you spend some of it in your own area code? So, Hear that, Bill? Yeah. Purge. Purge, Bill. But keep doing what you're doing. It's great. Now the really exciting stuff. Yes. We've done two Netflix things. That means it's time for an Amazon thing. Guess what it is? It's our movie. It's our movie. 818. I uh, helped write this. I helped direct it. I helped produce it. You were in a lot of it. Yep. Seemed maybe too much. I think, what, about 50% uh, of my stuff got cut? Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been. I had an entire storyline I emotionally invested myself oh, yeah. <laughs> into that went bye-bye. Hey, I got to come over and uh, pick up this shot that we're never going to use. Okay. Yeah. Hey, can we get up at 8 o'clock in the morning and go to this cemetery that we're never going to use? <laughs> okay. Awesome. We did cut an entire... You had a whole B story, and there just wasn't room for B stories. I getcha. There's I gotcha. five A stories already. I know. I'm just saying I'm hurt. But I, I'm I get happy it. to give you the footage. If no, you I don't want to use see it, it for ever. your real. I want none of it. I, I know how my <laughs> acting is. I, please you're, keep you're, it on the good. floor. You're very good in it. Thank Seriously. you. Thank you. I, um, every, I think everyone, uh, you know, brought their A game for it and did the best they could. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting to me having started, you know, on day one with you, by the time we got to the end of pickups, which was like nine months later, we all knew what we were doing a lot more. And the stuff we filmed later, a lot of it turned out better. I mean, it was film school for us. Sure. But hey, I just want to say thank you for uh, casting me. Oh. I appreciate yeah, it. You're welcome. 
So everybody can check this out on Amazon Prime. Now, question, they have to pay for this, yes? They have to rent it. Rent it. How much is a rental? $4.99. $5, folks. For two days. To see yours truly and... Joe Taylor, Chris Garrett, Just the Facts, Jessica Just the Greer, Facts. Jason Richter is in it. He played the uh, young boy in Free Willy. Yep. So that was crazy to work with him. Fun fact about him, if you follow him on Instagram... Uh, Instagram suggests profiles of killer whales. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Since you followed him, you might also enjoy following Shamu. I'm like, what? Yeah. Because that's the whole free willy thing. Right. Anyway. Joe Hackett and Tatum Shank were in it. They co-wrote and co-starred in their own storyline. This is five storylines. It's kind of like five shorts that all weave together towards the end, like uh, Magnolia or Crash or something like that. But hey, don't let me explain it all. We have a special guest. We do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome all the way from Santa Monica, our friend and my co-producer, co-writer, co-director, co-star, casting agent, Chris Garrett. What's up? (laughs) Oh, God. Here we go. Maybe this is a bad idea. Hey. Chris. Bring it back, you know? Yeah. Chris helped write 818. He helped direct 818. He cast it, did a bunch oh, of other stuff. you're going to my career with this one interview. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to delete his IMDb. Uh, all right, so <laughs> yeah. tell us about the uh, the wonderful experience that we had making uh, this movie about two years ago. Yeah, I tell you, you know, it was, it was a great experience. And uh, as I always say, without the without the main man, Joe T, you're leading the way, like things obviously would be be uh, getting done in any way, shape, or form as they did. So it's uh, hats off to you, my friend, as always. Uh, well, but, um, thank you. Yeah, it was a great job. You know, a lot of people out in Los Angeles are making short films, they're making this and that. And to, to actually have your first venture into filmmaking be a, uh, a full-length feature and you turn out as well as it did, you know, it's a fucking solid uh, B-plus, you know what I mean, for a uh, you know, first feature, I gotta say, you know? Hey, like we said when we started this thing, that if it exists, it's a win, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know, people people watch it and they like they they don't hate it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like not, I'm not trying to like weirdly sell it. You know, but people are like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. I really like Jessica Greer. I mean, I always say stuff. You know, like yeah. it has funny stuff in it. Because usually, like like Joe always says, there's nothing longer than a short. When you're watching some friend's <laughs> short film or. Oh. Or some BS, you know, oh, check out this, this link of this trailer we made. It's like, oh, Crinsworth, they really listen to my son scream in my ear at 3 a.m. in the morning, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, hats off to all of us for making it happen. And uh, I definitely want to make another one. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it for sure. We'll make a, <laughs> we dozed off. No. <laughs> <They left. laughs> no. Who is this? <laughs> what was your biggest, like, because you've made a few shorts before. We both have, all of us have made a few shorts. Oh, but yeah. What was the biggest difference, do you think, making a feature versus a, a short? Well, in our particular feature, it was very, it had to be very collaborative because of all the storylines and all of us. You know, usually when you make something, at least in my experience, when I made a short or a short film or just a little wacky commercial or something, it was my idea. I wrote it. I just basically hired the people to make it for me. And it's kind of like, you know, your vision gets a little skewed because you work with what's given to you. But, uh, in this particular movie, it's just about, you know, like we got the five storylines going on and you got it. That's everybody working together. And you really have to be available to other people and support them because you want the same support when you're shooting your scene or, you know, I would say it's a unique effort for any filmmaking process 
let alone a first film, you know? Yeah. This is Demo. You might remember me from the movie, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone loves yeah, Demo like, in the movie. And, and, like and here's the thing we have we should mention, all three of us, including just the facts, are the leads in this. Yeah. The four people yeah. on this podcast right now are the lead characters, wouldn't you say? Well, there's oh, some other people. Just the facts? Is that her name? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She, uh, this, I know the, she's the, there the, right now? We, yes, she is. Say hello. What's up, Chris? You're an idiot. Chris doesn't know about just the facts because Chris refuses to listen to this podcast. He doesn't have podcasts <laughs> no. on his iPhone. He, 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 yeah, he, I'm an antiquated person, <laughs> and I don't do any of that uh, phone stuff. I don't watch things. I don't have like, a subscription. Well, I do have a subscription, but, you know, it's like I don't watch stuff on my phone. I don't watch stuff on my laptop. Sit on the TV and I watch stuff like a regular person. <laughs> and if a, a podcast is on YouTube, yeah, I, I can play that. I Guess what, that. Chris? It is on YouTube. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. So you Wait, can you can, watch, you can listen to Binger Purge on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. We just started. Our last four oh. episodes are up. Oh, nice. Yeah. But here's another thing, though. The, the stuff you guys are talking about doesn't really apply to me either because I don't I don't have time to binge a lot of things. You see what I mean? If you do an episode on like pizza or Mountain Dew or something, I'll totally <laughs> we we might. Yeah, anyway, we'll fit it in just to ca- just to cater that niche market that is Friday Chris 13th. Garrett. Oh yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. How can we forget Friday the Thirteenth yeah. and jizz? Your favorite <laughs> topics. <laughs> All right, toppings back- on pizza. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right back Gross. back to this movie back to 818 yeah what was your yeah, uh back to 818. we were all on set almost every day or me and you were anyway yeah what was your favorite day on set or favorite story from set uh from the i think we shot for 14 days or something yeah you know what my, my two favorite i guess days i really had a fun time shooting that scene overlooking the valley you know what i mean i think that was just a fun day it was i think it was a cool look like, you know, I'm talking about the scene that yeah, yeah. looked overlooked Universal City now yep. between uh, me and Mickey Graham. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of a, a fun thing. I thought that had a good look for the show to kind of embody the valley to kind of show things. That was my favorite scene, Chris. Oh, really? This is the one you complained oh, wow. about. You didn't have the coverage, but it worked out. It yeah. worked out. I thought <laughs> I like I like I like you and I like the two of you together. I thought that was like uh, one of the better scenes of the movie. Yeah. That oh, didn't cool. have me yeah, in it. Fun to shoot. By the way, I want to right, thank Joe. Uh, I have I want to thank both of you for uh, doing the majority of my scenes on the first day of shooting, when you were trying to figure out, you know, how to take the lens cap off the camera. So that was great. Then you're, it's like you finally got the ball in motion, and it's right, like, oh yeah, right. we shot demo stuff when we didn't know what the hell we were doing, but right. now, you know, yeah, yeah, we shot 23 yeah. takes of demo sitting in traffic because we couldn't find a traffic jam. Right. In we, LA. we looked all over LA for traffic and we could not get it. Oh, wow. Hey, but you know, you have some good scenes with Elizabeth Durazo from East Pound and Down. So, you know what I mean? That's uh, pretty good for your reel. I don't have a reel. <laughs> that was that was the night where we walked into the room in Hollywood who was nice enough to let us film there, and we thought we had six hours, and it turned out we had two and a half. Yeah, we had to knock that wow. out. We shot about eight pages in yeah. uh, two and a half hours. That was a fun night, too. That was a fun night. And then the, the scene at the house, at Marv's house, I think was my favorite. Shout out to Marv Dollar for actually um, hooking us up with his place and providing a lot of the extras and stuff like that, and like... You know, as is, is kitschy as his place can be with all the sports memorabilia, it, uh, it was a great backdrop for the house. We never could have, you know, done that party scene as well without him. Yeah. That's true. When people ask you, oh, 818, what's that about? What, how do you describe the movie to people who weren't in it? I say, you know, it's a, 
me and a couple other people, we all combined some storyline. I always kind of, you know, in a vague way, related to Pulp Fiction, even though the storylines aren't as, like, you know, backwards and forwards as, as Pulp Fiction is. But I, I just think it's a collaborative effort. We all kind of put our own, uh, in a way, our, our own lives into it. You know what I mean? And, our, like, the storyline and stuff like that. I don't know if really wants to buy a boat in real life. Or be loose. I do but, not want uh, to buy a boat. <laughs> No, <laughs> I want to. Um, I want to yeah, buy. You gotta a watch the movie to get these insights. Yeah, there's a little bleed between yeah. autobiographical and uh, fiction. I think in some of the stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm losing my hair in both real life and in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, like we, I, I always kind of say, you know, like there's parts you're gonna like, there's parts you're gonna not understand. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a middle section where I'm like, huh? But that's okay. I just, you know. Here's the yeah. thing. We've had to sit through how many screenings of this, and now you have the luxury, as it streams, to just skip around. If you're not, if you're not feeling yeah. storyline, just move ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's but the. But you know what? You, you want to watch it all. You want to. Yeah. yeah. Look, it's not. You know, it, it's terrible. not. It's not Citizen Kane, but it's not Leonard Part Six either, right? It's somewhere in the right. middle. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know there were six Leonard's. Never You've never seen Leonard? It's like yeah. the worst movie ever that Bill Cosby made. Leonard yeah, Part I Six. Yeah, I never it came out. I never saw it. Well, now okay. I kind of want to see you it. You don't want to see it. All right. I tell you what, though. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. It's, it's an awesome thing that we accomplished and to be able to put it out there. And, it, and essentially, it's out there forever. And uh, as I said last evening earlier, that Joe, you really rocked it. It's just getting that movie poster made and just keeping it as professional as you did the whole time, you know, when you're doing kind of loose films with friends and family and stuff like that, things can derail and get real unprofessional real quick. And you kept that glue on everything that kept things uh, just uh, on a tight schedule and, and kept everyone focused. So yeah, he that, does the same thing that, with I, the I, podcast, Chris. <laughs> really? Oh, oh I yeah. That's, I, I, that's I, I wouldn't have. Thing. Hey, here's the thing. Let's face it. 818 wouldn't exist without Joe and neither would this oh, podcast, yeah. right? I mean, he is the right. engine yeah, that yeah. keeps things running. He just knows uh, us how to choose I, the right I, talent. That's right. <laughs> just surround myself with good people. And also, all. yeah, definitely shout out to our poster. The poster's the best part. <laughs> the poster and the trailer yeah. Are, yeah. are really good. Yeah. The movie's okay. <laughs> yeah, Dino looks like fucking Tom Cruise on the poster. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm staring at it right now. It's, it's, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And Kiko was great in it. We got Kika um, Magalhaes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys had a great chemistry. You guys really seemed like you did not get along as husband and wife, which is hilarious. <laughs> well, I would, you know, I would, I would be super excited to be, if we made more features or, you know, pilots or whatever to just have all of our same uh, posse of actors in there because everyone really stepped up and did a great job. I'd like to keep working with the same people and, you know, added some new faces too, but uh, that would be awesome. Uh, just the facts. Anything you'd like to add? I just had so much fun shooting 818. It was a way for me to learn a lot about myself as an artist and a creator. Uh, I was super stoked to be able to be on set as much as I could to help out with some assistant directing. Not only was this my first feature to ride on, which is very exciting, um, it was also my first feature to play one of the lead roles. So all in all, this was a huge boost to my career. (laughs) And my mother will tell you, it's the coolest thing to have something on Amazon Prime. So I'm just really stoked to work with everybody again. I had a blast with you guys on set. Um, Let's make our second feature, baby. I'm trying to be a star. Jesse Greer in the spotlight. But like, you guys can come along with me too. (laughs) But that's all. 
go watch 818, guys. Give it a rent. And if you're a cheap ass, then wait till it's free on Amazon. But watch it. And don't skip around like Demo said. <laughs> Listen to Chris and watch it all the way through. And um, thanks for listening. Thanks, Jess. Okay, Chris Garrett, anything you want to promote? I'm sure you've got some kind of comedy show going on in a bowling alley or a... Uh, up yeah, in uh, Hemet or got, something. Uh, you know, I, I think I'm in Montrose on October 30th, and I got uh, some show out in Beaumont on October 19th, actually. But if you are uh, a fan of, like, the gang from Super Troopers, you can catch me in this season one finale of Tacoma FD on True TV. If you're, uh, you can just tape that on your recorder. And then I was in a uh, season two of AP Bio that aired recently, I think episode 207 or 208. So, you know. It's little, little stuff, but uh, always fun, you know. You know, AP Bio was canceled, right? Well, it's on NBC's new streaming service now, Demo. Oh, oh, oh! All of a sudden, we have the technical whiz we're talking to, who just told us to like put it on a recorder. Okay, we'll be sure to get some fresh VHS tapes out, tape over whatever the last thing is that you did. Can I get it on Laserdisc, Chris? Check it out. Yes. A third season of AP Bio will indeed be on NBC's new streaming service. A18 is available now on Amazon Prime. You can rent it. Uh, eventually, it'll be free with Prime, but for now, you got to rent it. Check it out. Thanks, Chris, for making the movie with us and for calling in tonight. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Chris. My Thanks for uh, inviting me. Thanks, I'll see guys. you soon. All right, talk soon. Definitely. See you guys. Thank you. All right, Later. Listeners, are you still with us? <laughs> Did we lose you? We might have lost you on the on the Bill Gates review. I wasn't sure, but then we definitely lost you with the eight one eight review. Yeah. So uh, these can't all be uh, hits, folks. We got to put out an episode every week. A little shameless self promotion on our part. Sorry, we got to get it out there. Yeah. But, but please, if you want to see us act, this is it. Want to see us what we look like? Some people don't even know what we look like. Well, so, please go rent it because we paid for it ourselves, and uh, we'd like to get some of that money back somehow. Sure. Absolutely. Joe, anything you're looking forward to coming up? What's uh, on the horizon? What do you got? Besides turning the air conditioner back on. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Everyone's making original content now. Redbox has original movies. Spectrum has an original series. I think I know where you're going. IMDb has their first scripted TV show coming out. Really? You're going to love this. It's animated. Ooh. It's voiced by, I'm trying to read my handwriting, Eric Storksnake. Nope. Stone Street. Eric Stone Street. From Modern Family. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer, who I love. This was created by Frank Lesser, who's a late night TV writer. I have no idea what it's about, but it's interesting to me that anyone with a uh, power outlet is making streaming content now. I can just go to IMDb or have to be on IMDb Pro? Not sure. I'll find out more. I'll review it when it comes out. But I'm, I think that's kind of cool that they're making something. Or maybe it's terrible that they're making stuff now. I, I don't know. I was watching Seth Meyers last night, and Elizabeth Olsen was on promoting her Facebook show. Yeah, why not? Because I need to be on Facebook more. It's called Sorry for Your Loss. Everyone has a show. I feel like there's going to be a Tinder uh, streaming show pretty soon. Uh, Joe, there's a Tinder show coming. Stop it. No. I saw it on Instagram. They were promoting it. Oh, Tinder's got the, I forget what, I think it's called Swipe Out or, I don't know. Swipe something, right? You're close. It's called Swipe Night. Why don't we have a show? Everyone's got a show. We do have a show, Joe. It's called Binge or Purge. That's right. And you can follow us at Binge or Purge Podcast on Instagram, at Binge or Purge on Twitter. 
There's been some interesting activity, some interesting feedback on our Twitter lately. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can check that out for yourself. Binge or Purge podcast at Gmail. We're on Facebook. Come over. It's really hot in here, but you're welcome to come by and we'll and, have a live studio audience. And like we told Chris Garrett, we are now on YouTube as well, so you can listen yep. there. Spotify, iTunes, Listen Note, just about everywhere. You can find us if you put the effort into it. And yeah. the effort is minimal. Our effort or theirs or both? Our effort. Well, <laughs> I mean, look, at, I know how much effort I put into finding us, and it's hardly any. So yeah. if, if I can do it, they can do it. Tell your friends about this show. It'll save us all some time. Yeah. And uh, that's all I got. Right on. As always, we want to thank Just The Facts. You can follow Just The Facts on Twitter and Instagram at the Jessica Greer. That's all for us this week. For Joe Taylor, my name is Demo. See you next time. 